Welcome to uh, another episode of Founders Unfiltered. My name is Arthur Masangu, and today we have yet another entrepreneur who's going to tell us about who they are and about their journey and about the things that they want to achieve and contribute to the entrepreneurship ecosystem. Uh, without any further delay, I'll let the gent introduce himself. Uh, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm good, I'm good, Arthur. Thank you. My name is Bataun Khotokwane. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not so sure about the entrepreneur uh, logo. Yeah. Um, to clearly define myself, right? Mm. I define myself as a, as, a, as a... So this is very important that you understand this. Okay, by the way, this is, this is a very nice head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into podcasting. This yeah. is a nice head, Nice, man. Nice We're trying to switch yeah, things yeah, up yeah, from yeah, the yeah. first and second mm, episode. So you. I, I think... You got the books there. Next time... Ah, it's coming. Why are you revealing? Okay. It's coming. I'm exposing this <laughs> no. Relax. It's coming. <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, like I said, my name is Baton Kotokwane. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I define myself as an Afrofuturist. Yeah. It's very important. Afrofuturism, just to explain the concept, right? Afrofuturism is a concept that um, says that, look, uh, we look at the past, you know, um, Meaning past is African culture, customs, and practices, mm. right? Mm. We define ourselves with past experiences, but then we look, we look towards the future uh, through digital and innovation. Mm. So it takes African culture, customs, and practices, mm. and it fuses it with digital and innovation to now create a future. Mm. I understand mm. So you could be an Afrofuturist, whether you're a, you're a, you're a sports, a musician, uh, a, a software developer, you could be a lawyer, a doctor, as long as you have an outlook that says that through innovation, tech, and digital, I can create a future that, um, that, that, that basically takes, takes, takes forward the African society, the African culture, the African experience. And of course, using yes. the customs, the teachings, 100%, the traditions of, of, of Africa. 100%. And it's very nice. important. The reason why is that a lot within the technology space, uh, we speak about technology if it's a modern thing. Technology mm. has always been there. Yeah. But the mission we do, we don't talk about the African element of technology of te and how it influences technology. Mm. Uh, the mathematics from e Egypt, mm. you understand, the pyramids. That's tech, bro. Yeah. That was ahead of its time. Okay, okay. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, okay, we're going to come to that. Uh, so let's talk about Bataum, where he's from, and, and how did you... Uh, get or go rather from yeah. where you come from to where you are today. Okay. So just. So brother Arthur, my journey started in Bloemfontein. Mm. Born and bred in Bloem. Mm. Um, went to a school called Christian Divet. Mm. Graduated there. Mm. Um, my matric. Then after my matric, I went to University of the Free State. Mm. Uh, that was that was the time at University of the Free State was a very was remarkable years. I think those were the years that really... Your formative years. Yeah, yeah. Form formative years. Um, during that time, um, you know, just to pick one or two incidents that happened that really shaped me. First was being, being on the... So I studied law, mm. you know. I was on the Black Noise Association. Black Noise Association, when I got onto campus, was the nearest sort of association because it was a faculty association. Yeah. Um, and then after joining the Black Noise Association, I then made friends mm. that were affiliated with the South African Student Congress, mm. SASCO on campus, yeah. you know. And um, BLA was one of the, I wouldn't say PYA, but a PYA-affiliated sure. organization. Sure. Understand? 
So a lot of the executive members on the BLA uh, executive committee were members of SASCO and Youth League. Yeah, For right sure. So uh, that's how I then got exposed to SASCO politics. Long story short, um, I then ran SRC. Mm. And in 2013, I was elected on the Student Development and Environmental Affairs Portfolio. Mm. Uh, that, was, that was remarkable. Yeah. That was remarkable. The highlight of that specifically was, uh, one, leadership qualities, understanding the dynamics of society and university spaces. Yes. And how, uh, uh, they literally, how, how think tanks literally export knowledge into the nation internationally and the globe. And of course, I mean, the university space is a subset for the larger 100%. society. So, call so, it a microcosm. So sort of like it's a microcosm. microcosm yeah. And then from there, I mean, it gives you a lot of, uh, you know, insight as 100%. to how things are going to work on 100%. the bigger scale of things 100%. being the county. 100%. I mean, we, we have something in common in the sense that... I was in the SRC as okay, well. Okay, yes, yes, But this is not about me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> this is not about me. Um, so... You, you, you get into UFS, uh, you are in the Law Society, yes. then you are now in the SRC student development uh, portfolio. And then uh, what, what, what happens in your life so next? How do you get to Joburg? Something very, very, very important happened mm. just on that SRC year, right? Mm. When I was on the SRC. At the time, our, professor, our uh, vice chancellor was Professor Janssen, Jonathan mm. Janssen. Jonathan Janssen had a program called the Global Leadership Program. Mm. Where he took uh, students and first year students, so it would be leadership mm. students and also first year students overseas. Mm. Uh, through the through the through the um, through being on the SRC, mm. I was very fortunate to have my first international exposure. We went to um, Silicon Valley mm. and we also went to Los Angeles. Mm. We are what? Mm. Then that's when the tech thing started. Yeah. While at Silicon Valley, specifically we're at Palo Alto, so we're in, right in the middle Palo of Silicon, Alto, yeah, yeah, Silicon yeah. Valley. Um, we were at Stanford University mm. in Berkeley, mm. uh, University of California. UC Berkeley. A, yeah, they have a Berkeley campus there. Yeah. So um, while at Stanford, we went to tech companies. Mm. Intel, mm. we went to your, your Facebooks, we mm. went to another sort of other startups. Mm. And one thing that was very remarkable at the time was, I think the first computer chip that Intel, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. um, we went to, we got, went to, when you get to Intel, Intel has a museum. Yeah. It's a, Intel has a chip manufacturing company. Yeah. The first, the first, the first. Sure. So while on, um, while at Intel, mm. uh, the first computer chip that was manufactured by Intel was around, I think, in, in, in 18 something. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can't remember the actual date, but I, I know that really hit me. Yeah. And I thought to myself, geez, bruv, in 18 something, when the first computer chip was made, what were we doing in South Africa? Mm. And I thought, like, geez, like, in South Africa, the ANC was underground. Yeah. We're trying, we're struggling for liberation. Yeah. We're zabalizing there, people yeah. in exile, we're running up and down, we're yeah. throwing stones at the regime. Yeah. And other countries were innovating, doing stuff like, you know, computer chips. And yeah. I think that specific trip to the U.S., mm. but particularly my time at Palo Alto, at the Silicon Valley, mm. was, was, was that spot that, like, okay, no, there's something here. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's 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 that. Fast forward, financial exclusion happens. I don't finish law. Yeah. Um then I'm sitting at home, I'm like, yes, bro, I need to do something now. Now all I've known for a good like five years was politics, you know? Mm. Uh, and then I had to redefine myself. At the time I had a friend 
by the name of Bokang Simul. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Box. Box, what's up? He's actually working at MTN now. He's an yeah. online manager, yeah. Uh, yeah, sales manager something. Sure. Bokang, at the time, was working at a place called Digify Africa. Yeah. I understand. So, so to go back, some maybe two, while I was in SRC, I think yeah, some like a year back or two, I don't know, somewhere there. Well, I came to Joburg. I used to come to Joburg a lot back mm. then. And while visiting in Joburg, I linked up with Bogang. Bogang, Digify Africa's offices were in here in Brown yeah. at the time. So I attend. So I was supposed to meet him up for drinks. Yeah. So it was like it was like Boma Thursday. Mm. So he's like, "Bruv, I just got this presentation. You mm. can come through, sit in the presentation, and after that we can go for drinks." Yeah. While I'm there. So I mean, I don't know what he does. It's, yeah. it's like we got around from yeah. so Bokang. So just contact Bokang is a friend of mine from high school. Yeah. So I'm just meeting up with a friend from yeah. high school. So when I get into the presentation, you know, Digify offices, okay, the presentation. I'm sitting in this presentation. Mm -hmm. This dude's talking about digital marketing. Mm. Digital marketing in the room. I'm looking. There's the marketing head from APSA. There's what what from NetBank. I'm like, hey, bruh, you are. Workshop is serious people here. Yeah, doing serious things. I'm reading the room. I'm like, yo, bro, there's some serious things happening here. So during that, during that, so then that conversation happened. Yeah. That conversation happened. Then, then, so just to give you a proper timeline, my meeting with Bogang happened. Mm. Then I think a year later, I went to the United States. Yeah. Then I came back, financial exclusion happened. Yeah. Then when I was financially excluded, I was like, you know what, man? I, then I came to Joburg. Yeah. Then I was like, there was that thing that Bokang was talking about. Maybe. What is that what thing? What is that thing of digital marketing? I want to so, know. So in the back of my mind, I remember the organization that we was working for was Digital Africa. Yeah. So I knew my point of entry was Digital Africa. Yeah. So now, now, I'm, now, now I'm lost. I'm trying to figure out. I come to Joburg. A friend of mine was like, nah, come through to Joburg. Yeah. Come figure yourself out. While I'm here, I was like, I need to go to Digital Africa. Mm. I remember Bokang was working at a place called Digital Africa. They speak digital marketing. That's where I gotta go. Yeah. I don't have so at this now. This time, Digify Africa has moved from Bram. They at uh, 44 Stanley. Sure. At Josie Hub. There. Yeah. And uh, I don't have. I don't know who I need to talk to. I don't have an appointment. Just I go. just Google search where the offices are. I'm like, going ah, there. I'm going there. <laughs> <laughs> going there. I get to. I get to the reception, he asked me, yo, you got a, a point? I talk, I, I literally, I don't know, I don't know nobody. Mm. The person that I knew doesn't work there anymore. Mm. Yeah, well, at the time, Bogan doesn't work there anymore. Mm. It's like maybe a year or two later. Mm. When I get there, the reception that you have an appointment, I'm like, I don't have an appointment. Mm. So it's like, dog, what are you looking for? So, hey, dog, I'm hassling my story right there and then. Yeah. I'm like, look, bruv, I'm from Bloom. This is who I am. Yeah. And... I'm fascinated about tech. Mm. There was a friend of mine that used to work here called Bokal. Mm. He was a digital marketer. Mm. And I'm looking to, 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 to put my feet into that. Mm. But as I was explaining that, the reception sees a lady pass by mm. by the name of Mimi Maseko. Mm. It's mm. So Mimi Maseko was one of the project managers. Mm. So the reception, as I'm speaking, speaking, he's like, Mimi, here's a person that you, mm. one of your people that you must speak to. Mm. I understand. Uh, Mimi was going to a meeting. Mm. So he's like, nah, let me go to this meeting. I'll see him after. Cool. Mm. I chilled it. I'm like, oh, wait, at least mm. now there's a point there's of... There's a point of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, 
Mimi Maseko, after the meeting, takes me downstairs. We have coffee. I hit him with my story. Look, mm. bruh. This is what I is happening. I went to varsity, financial exclusion. I don't have a job. I'm unemployed. I need something to hold on to. Mm. You understand? Bro, the funniest story. The most amazing thing story. Fine. Now, our course to do Digify Basics at, uh, at, at Digify yeah. was around, I think, 2.5 or was it 3.5 or yeah. 2.5, something like that. But I didn't have the money. More yeah. so, I didn't have the money. I didn't have a cent to my name. Yeah. Uh, I remember Mimi asked me, were you able to afford this? Mm. I'm like, hey, I'm not sure, but I'll see. Mm. Deep down, I know I don't have, don't I don't have, have a rent. Yeah. I don't have a cent. Do I want? But anyway, he's like, okay, let's speak via email. The course was, at the time, I thought this was around maybe August. The course was going to start in, 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 in October, October, mm. November. I'm going to say, we were that intake. So I have like two months mm. to organize that money in order to be in that group, in order to get my thing, and then yeah. have an entry level into digital marketing. Yeah. So that's how you, that's how you got that's, to Joburg. That's, that. that's how I got to... So, no, no, I'm, so I came to Joburg, mm. then I had to go back. Remember, mm. I'm, I'm squatting at a friend's place, mm. I'm squatting, mm. I'm just... Blah, blah. Mm. So I got the contact at DG5, go back home to Bloom. Yeah. Now I'm, I have to go to Hozoga and see how I put yeah. things together. It was an online course. Yeah. This is before COVID, but it was an online yeah. course. Got you. Hey! A woman a month before I tell me, maybe me and you already didn't have money. Yeah. I tried, I tried to put together money, I just didn't have the funds. Yeah. I told me, 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 look, bruh, I don't have this money. Yeah. He's like, hey, can't you pay, you know, we can allow you to pay a little bit and then installments, yeah. you know. Hey, I'm like, okay, I'll see what I do, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this fine. Mm. Uh, a competition comes up. Yeah. Well, I understand. Yeah. The competition comes up around you can win a seat yeah. for the Digify Basics course yeah. by answering the survey. Yeah. It pops into my email there. Mm. I'm like, hey, but I've never participated in a survey like that. Mm. I must have done that survey like a hundred times. Mm. Long story short, two weeks before the course starts, the course starts Mimi, calls, Mimi notifies me that, yo, you got the, the seat. You got the seat. Mm. But now, deep down in my heart, yeah, I knew I didn't get the seed. Mimi mm. gave me the seed. Yeah. yeah. She's the one that chose. Yeah. Who's the one that, Who's the one the that gets the seed? <laughs> yeah. And years later, yeah. funny story, years later, me and Mimi were, I have a job in Joburg, I'm settled now, years mm. later. I, 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 you know, we were having drinks. Yeah. I have a conversation with Mimi about that. Yeah. It's like, I know you gave me that spot. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no, you um, the reason yeah. why I'm saying the story is that the lady, Mimi Masako, actually passed away last year. Yeah. And that was extremely emotional to me because she played a very influential life yeah. in my life. Yeah. And she literally gave me an opportunity when there was gave you a leg up. Yeah. Like literally there was nothing. There, yeah. was, there was nothing else. It was just It that. was just her. Yeah. And, and she didn't know you. She didn't know me. And she me. didn't have to. She didn't have, my nigga, she didn't know me. Yeah. And, yeah. and she came so, this, this, this so that's also, how I got into tech. This, this also speaks to how, um, you know, as entrepreneurs, we need to sort of like give back because yeah. at, at uh, well, in your case, as an Afrofuturist, gotcha. because at some point in our journeys, there's always people who give us a leg up. 100%. Yeah, people who open the door when it, when it seems to be, you know, shut and, and stuff. So, um, so let's talk about 
what you are doing now, what I'm doing your now. entrepreneurial exploits. Yes. Let's not talk yes. about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about your entrepreneurial exploits. Uh, my DMs. Gotcha, gotcha. Please. So, disclaimer: so, I'm not sure if I'm an entrepreneur. You, you, no, no, tell you me are. if I'm an entrepreneur. No, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Because me, I do various stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, Butwam, how this thing works out for me, ne? Yeah. Starting digital marketing. Yeah. As I'm doing digital marketing, I discover that, nah, man, there's this thing called analytics within digital marketing. Mm. Analytics is the, the study and use and, and you know, um, using, sure. using data, sure. basically. Sure. It's, it's handling data. Sure. And, and, and putting graphics to data and in really a explaining way. in a meaningful way yeah. that makes business sense to business owners. Sure. To measure metrics and all that stuff. But something about data or analytics caught my attention yeah. was the security thereof. Yeah. I understand. So yeah. that then exposed me to cybersecurity. Yeah. yeah well, and so, okay, that's that. Yeah. Let's rewind. So that's the, so the, so the cybersecurity aspect of your, of, of, um, that you're exposed to Got you. is what you decided to pursue. I decided to pursue. So, but, to, 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 to further make you understand in context, I, yeah. I, I like people giving yeah. people context. In my fourth year of law, mm. we had an elective mm. that I took. Yeah. Electronic law. Yeah. Uh, cyber law. In cyber law, we did the Electronic Communications Act. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. So when I captured this thing of cybersecurity and I remember the stuff of the Electronic Communications Act. Connection. Like, this is where my things... Yeah. Light bulb went like, I was like yeah. this is what I'm. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. This is this is where yeah. my journey now Lies. starts. Yeah. Yeah. So then yeah. that's how I went to cybersecurity. Mm. Um, and, and, and and just give us a bit about um, what are the challenges um, for people who are trying to break into you know cybersecurity. Got you, got you. As a person who you know has been through the journey, got you, got you, got you. you are. I mean, you, you're having interviews on SAPC, gotcha, you're having gotcha, interviews gotcha. all over the place. Gotcha. It means that you have sort of like etched out a place for yourself. Gotcha. So there are people who are maybe still on the periphery mm. who are still trying to get into the space. Gotcha. What would you say were the challenges that you experienced and how did you overcome them shortly? Look, the first thing, let me define what cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is the protection of information yeah. in various formats. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Uh, with cybersecurity, that would be information through the medium that is the internet. Yeah. I understand. So you talk about corporate networks, yeah. you talk about cloud, you talk about this, there will be subcategories, but yeah. it's, it's essentially that. Yeah. Now, the first disclaimer I want to make is that cybersecurity is a very new field yeah. in the IT space. Yeah. It's been around, but it's, it's, not, not, developed. it's not developed mm. to the point where it, 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 it's as famous as like, you know, um, uh, software coding. developing yeah. coding. Yeah, but, but it's an essential aspect of it. Of it. Because of as we can see, there's a lot of data breaches happening in South Africa and the world. Mm. Uh, as we speak right now, there's the Ukrainian and Russian war. Mm. And one of the tactics that have been deployed by the Russian government mm. is to cyber attack yeah. the Ukrainian and uh, allies of Ukraine, which mm. is NATO and... Oh, yeah. and, and so but I don't want to so go on. into that political yeah. debate. But uh, it, it goes to show you that uh, uh, the, the information, the security of information is an essential thing for any private company, mm. especially for the state. Yeah. And especially for sensitive information-intensive industries like banking, mm. like health, 
insurance, uh, like insurance, finance, finance. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a nice to have. It's an essential. It's an essential. Now that we also have papaya law mm. and data protection laws mm. coming up, cyber crimes, mm. it's now going to be more inculcated within, 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 within daily within, lives, within daily lives mm. and, and corporate. Mm. The beautiful thing, uh, and this is a message to all young people, mm. because it's a new field. Mm. There's a lot of opportunity. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. So I'm one of those people that was able to identify that mm. uh, at a very early, 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 early time in my life, mm. and I just grabbed it mm. because I made, I put two and two together. I'm like, this thing in the next 20, 50 years from now is going to be essential. Yeah. There's not a lot of people in this space, mm. so the 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 job security mm. of it is very good. It's very good. So so yeah. to say, yeah, but, so then that's how I went into it. And to build a business in that space as well is very it's lucrative key, because you know what I mean? things are going digital. Things are going, everything is going yeah. digital. So, so, so the really sense. you're about to go into one or two challenges that you experienced while going into the space and how you overcame them. Got you. So one of the challenges is, is, is of course, like many other sort of fields, um, the knowledge. Yes. The, the, the gaining knowledge, the yes. barrier to entry in terms of attaining a certification. Yes. But one, there's, there's, there's a number of certifications you could do. Mm. Um, there's vendor-linked, mm. the vendor-focused certifications, mm -hmm. and there's also what we call industry bodies certifications. Mm. Your vendor-linked are mm. your, 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 your uh, Cisco, mm -hmm. uh, CCNA, mm. that's your Cisco Certified Network mm -hmm. Administrator uh, cert. You also yeah. have um, vendor certs like your Microsoft uh, Security Admin, mm -hmm. well, Administrator, right? yeah. I understand. Yeah, then with the institution uh, sector body certificates, you have certs like your CompTIA, Security mm -hmm. Plus, and then you have your, your, um, your, 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 your CISSP, yeah. Certified Information Security. Uh, yeah, I just forgot so, the whole So essentially, these are the barriers that um, could inhibit people from coming because into the... Because they're expensive. The, yeah, they're, they're expensive. Cheap. Yeah. They're not cheap. Uh, it, it's, it's quite steep, bro. Yeah. It's quite steep. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they're not expensive, yeah. and... When you pay, you only get one try yeah. for the exam. Yeah. If you feel you have to pay again. Yeah. So you can't... Those are the challenges. No Those are the barriers. Pass by. No, no, no. There's no... That, that, you have to pass. Yeah, you must hit 70 up. So yeah. it's, it's, it's from, a, from a monetary point of view, it's, it's, it's quite, that's the biggest challenge. Yeah. Um, how, how I was able to overcome that, I was... Uh, luckily for me, man, look, I've been very blessed in terms of the time I penetrated cybersecurity, yeah. you know. Um, there, was, there wasn't a lot of people, and there were organizations that were looking to identify people yeah. in order to do that cybersecurity search. Yeah. Uh, one of those, uh, there's a bunch. Um, you used to have the T-Systems Academy in town yeah. here, you know. Uh, then another sort of new uh, entry, entry, entry sort of uh, online learning platform was DVR. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had also subsidized um, mm. uh, uh, sort of search you could do through yeah. MTR. Yeah. So I went through one of those programs. Mm. I understand. But my first free entry level was uh, cyber. I mean, cybersecurity essentials by by Cisco. Yeah. It's a free. It's the networking academy. You just go there. Yeah. That's how I. I, I the jargon in, in, in the yeah. industry, the lingo, mm. understanding what is a distributed mm. uh, a network attack, mm. what are botnets, what are this, what are that, mm. what's a ransomware group, mm. what's that, just the lingo, then you then pack your knowledge. But another disclaimer I want to make to a lot of people, um, we don't have cybersecurity at a, at, a, at a university level. Yeah. Unfortunately, there is no, there's no 
cybersecurity degree. So mm. the the certification space is very fluid. It's very fluid. It changes all the it time. It changes all the time. It's very fluid. Mm. Want, it's like software development. Yeah. There's a lot of good, you know, devs that didn't go to school. Yeah. Self-taught. Yeah. Cybersecurity is the same thing. You can self-teach yourself. Yeah. But you can also go through the necessary formal yeah. ways of doing oh, it. Oh, formal, yeah, yeah. My ways is a hybrid. Mm. Uh, I'm wrapping up my law degree. Mm. You know, that's an essential for me. Yeah. And then uh, I've got my certs. But then after that, I want to do a master's in cybersecurity management. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, master's in, in, it's from uh, an overseas institution. Yeah. Uh, based in London. Yeah. And um, I, want to work, I want to be able to work at a very executive level. Yeah. And understand the sort of, how does cybersecurity, what does cybersecurity mean to businesses and corporates? Mm. Mm. I understand. Mm. How to come up with a cybersecurity budget. Yeah. You have a corporation like BizTweak. Yeah. Yeah, what? Mm. How do you come up with a How do I come with a budget? Budget that is going to speak it, to the to needs. BizTweak, to the needs of BizTweak, mm. you know, because they're not handling the same information as, yeah. let's say, a bank or whatever. A bank, yeah, yeah. So it's hard to quantify that and all that type of stuff. Interesting, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, moving forward. Got you. Uh, another question, I think, uh, as, you, as you're talking about the cybersecurity thing would yeah. be, um, of course, you are a cybersecurity consultant in yes. your own right. Yes, sir. Um, th that makes you an entrepreneur. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, definitely. So, you know, they don't want yeah. to play us. They don't want to play us. <laughs> There's no jobs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, and by so, the way, I, I became an entrepreneur. Yeah. Not out of, I just couldn't get a job, don't Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's the case. I mean, it's the case. I mean, it's the case. I mean, it is the case. It is the case on this continent gotcha, specifically gotcha, because gotcha, gotcha. a lot of people go into business because they can't find jobs gotcha. and because they want to survive. Gotcha, gotcha, and it's gotcha, the survival gotcha. instinct gotcha. that kicks in that pushes gotcha, them into that space. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and also, which is why we have a lot of uh, informal ecosystems gotcha. because these people go into business 100%. not because uh, they necessarily want to, but because they want to survive. 100%. But I digress. Yes. I want to focus on this question yeah. that I want to ask you. <laughs> to say, I mean, you're an, in, you're an entrepreneur in your own right, cybersecurity consultant. Um, for you, being an entrepreneur and uh, interfacing with other entrepreneurs gotcha. and being part of the ecosystem, gotcha. what is your view about the ecosystem? What do you think the ecosystem of entrepreneurship um, is in South Africa? What do you think we need to make it better? What you need, first of all, is a network of like-minded individuals in yeah. whatever sector that you occupy. Mm. I understand. Yeah. Uh, I've been very blessed to be part of the iAfrican.com uh, team. Yeah. Uh, it's an online publication founded by Tefo Mahapi mm. and a gentleman called Nzalo. Mm. And I write, I'm a um, cybersecurity researcher for them. You yeah. know, I do some, some work for them. And through that, I was able to connect with a lot of like-minded people within yeah. the sector. So the first thing you need to do, you need to, you need to do, but also as people within the sector, create communities yeah. where we can impart such information. Like what we're doing right now. Yeah. What you're doing right now, yeah. you're creating this community, this yeah. mystery community. Yeah. And that's, that's because, brother, these things are, 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 are I'm sorry to say this, they're very, they're, they're very high-level conversations. Yeah. You're not going to get cybersecurity information. Mm. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. It, it is just, they, 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 well, I, I don't know about other things, yeah. but in my realm, yeah. you're not going to get those type of conversations there. Mm. You know what I mean? You need to really be within a certain particular type of, 
you know, network to yeah. understand, oh, there's a career called cybersecurity. Yeah. This is what it entails. Yeah. These are the possibilities. This is, this is the starting salary. This is what you could do. This is a business opportunity. Yeah. This is the vacuum. Yeah. And understand yeah. for you to exploit. So yeah. that's what's needed. So the first thing is to... Networks. 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 You as an entrepreneur. As an entrepreneur. Networks. Create networks. Create networks. Be part of networks. Mm. Always associated yourself with high-value individuals within your sector. Or People sector who are like-minded. You want to go to. Yeah. Exactly. The second one would be, um, what ha on a broader level in South Africa, man, mm. uh, look, th this is such an important topic to me. Mm. Uh, data must fall, bro. Mm. What we need in South Africa is affordable data. <laughs> yeah. For people to have access to information. Yeah. We need yeah. to have affordable data. Brother, man, I actually put out a research report on this. Mm. South Africa is the, is, the, is the highest. We paid... We, the highest we, rates. We, yeah, we pay yeah. the highest rates in the entire Africa. Mm. Just this, like when you go to Botswana or mm. Lesotho, mm. they pay a fraction of what we pay. Mm. And they're just like across the border. Yeah. Why are we paying exorbitant prices for data? Because that's a barrier for young people to get information. Yeah. The more data for me, bro, should be like, it should be like free housing. Yeah. It should be it available. Should be a grant. It yeah. should be there. It, it should be there. Be, yeah. It should be there. So, so you... One, one, the other thing that is impeding the growth of the ecosystem is, is access, access to, to, information. Data, to information. And yeah. that can be linked to you know, data, data costs. 100%. Yeah. So the, 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 the data price, uh, 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 I'm happy uh, because we have a new development. Um, mm. There was a Spectrum auction just a day ago. Okay. Uh, done by ICASA, the one that's been delayed for like years now. Yeah. But it's done now. Yeah. So hopefully, now that the Spectrum auction is done, mm. we'll have cheaper data costs. I hope so. Yeah. You know, yeah. and me, I don't trust these network companies, bro. But mm. we, we, we honestly hope so. We yeah. honestly hope so because young people need access mm. to information. Everything mm. is online, bro, mm. whether you like it or not. Everything is online. Uh, and, and, and people need, internet is not a, like, nice to have. You mm. need it. It's just yeah. one of those things. Bro. Especially in the time that we're living Especially in now. Especially in the time. I nice to have. talk. So now let's talk about um, in the ecosystem again. Gotcha. So first... Uh, you mentioned two points, two important points. From a support perspective, yes, sir. Uh, from uh, a public sector perspective, yes, sir. Uh, what would you say is required to, you know, to help the sector, to help the ecosystem of entrepreneurship? First of all, in the public sector, right? Yeah, from a support perspective, okay, cool. how, um, in your view, um, can the ecosystem of entrepreneurship be improved by the involvement of public sector? Look, I think, first of all, government is limited yeah. in, its, in its resources. We all know what government challenges are, corruption, yeah. and, 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 and. Mm. Uh, but the immediate solution that I see that government can have, mm. and I'm sorry if I sound like a repetitive thing, mm. is to have uh, internet, internet hubs yeah. where people can go, the nearest li library, for example, yeah. where what? Uh, that's the first and foremost thing I can think of on top mm. of my head because we've discussed about this. Yeah. Uh, second is to empower young people to be able to access markets. Mm. Uh, but I'm not so sure this is a public thing. I think it's more of a private thing. Yeah. And there's a reason I'll let you know. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, one could argue that it's a public thing. I mean, the, the public um, sector is the biggest 
uh, yeah, consumer. consumer of a, of a private goods. Gotcha, right? gotcha, 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 gotcha. So, I mean, if, gotcha. if, if... Okay, no, but while you said that, then South African government needs to start procuring from black businesses. <laughs> <laughs> this tweet must be on general uh, uh, no. <laughs> programs. Can we... SABC must take this content and put this so... But you can't say I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't watch TV. I don't have a TV set. I don't know. <laughs> that's how we are on YouTube. But that's how we are on YouTube. But, but honestly, uh, uh, from uh, a support perspective. From a support perspective, government needs to and when we mean government, we mean I mean supply. Yeah. We mean we mean on all, all the all spheres of government. Yeah. All spheres of government. We're talking national, we're talking provincial, provincial we're talking regional. Also talking from local. an internal government, if if I was the president, bro, mm. we need more more skilled people in government. Yeah. There's no use. Mm. I go to the, to the, to the, to the, let's say the free state government. Yeah. And I talk about, yeah, guys, I've got this brilliant um, IT security, yeah. you know, product, feature, software, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And they just don't buy into it. Yeah. Or they just don't understand the value of that. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Uh, that's, 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 that's the problem around. Yeah. And, and we need people in government that understands the languages. Yeah. We need people that have the expertise to understand, okay, cool, there's this blockchain thing happening right now. What is blockchain? What is blockchain? Mm -hmm. What is sort of the products that can be built? On why, why, when Baton talks about blockchain as a security feature, mm -hmm. how, can that be, how can that fit perfectly with a provincial mm -hmm. government strategy yeah. or a local government or a national mm -hmm. government, whatever yeah. the case may be? So, so, so basically, to, to have in, in the public sector a renewal in terms of yeah, skills, in terms of and skills. something that is intentional in Got terms you. of renewal, because I think some of the other things that affect the ecosystem um, of entrepreneurship is that, because mm. they, the, the ecosystem of entrepreneurship is forever changing, 100%, moving, it's 100%. fluid. And it means that you need to update your knowledge uh, 100%. constantly. 100%. And that is not always moving at the same rate gotcha. that let the me, public let me sector would be. Let yeah. me give an example. The Nigerian government mm. just put out a digital currency called the e-Naira. Mm. This is Nigeria. Mm. This happened because the biggest uh, blockchain miners in Africa mm. come from Nigeria. Mm. I don't know if people know that. Mm. Outside the US, in China, mm. the third largest digital uh, blockchain uh, mining, mining are from Nigeria. Mm. People don't know that, but mm. it's happening right here in Nigeria. Mm. So a lot of people are transacting and using uh, 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 cryptocurrencies in Nigeria. Yeah. Hence why uh, the Nigerian government in Naira. Yeah. Take that back to South Africa, what's happening here. Yeah, the South African Reserve Bank doesn't even recognize yeah. cryptocurrencies or digital assets as legal tender. Mm. It stagnates our mm. growth. It stagnates interest and investment in those realms. Mm. Well, I understand. Mm. So that is what I'm talking about, that government needs to have a much more open-minded mm. uh, view, mm. approach, and people within that have the skill sets to understand, mm. to absorb, and see the value of some of these things. Mm. Got you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. It makes, makes perfect sense. Got you. Um, I'm thinking... As Bataung, gotcha. as the cybersecurity gotcha. boffin, gotcha. as the master podcaster. So I have two alter egos, right? <laughs> Bataung is the cybersecurity. This is Bataung. It was ever Bataung for cybersonic. Because that's another business with a business model that's different. Sure. But anyway, cybersonic is uh, an alter ego of mine. Yeah. Uh, that does podcasting. 
mm. my DMs podcast, check it out on YouTube. Mm. Uh, that comes from my years of radio experience. Mm. I'm passionate about radio. I've always done radio. Mm. Uh, I started out at Kasi FM in mm. the East Rand, mm. then did uh, Kofi FM, mm. uh, Campus Radio, mm. uh, then did uh, Massive Metro. Yeah. Uh, our offices used to be in um, Rosebank, but mm. then now they're in Randburg. Mm. And, and, and then, then COVID happened. Mm. Then I was like, you know what? Uh, but mm. now life must continue. Mm. So and then uh, the birth of my DMs podcast is exactly that. So yeah. it's an entertainment and lifestyle podcast. Yeah. And it's a way for me to keep igniting mm. my radio skills, mm. my radio passion mm. through podcasting. Yeah. So for you, what, what does life look like for you and your alter egos five nice. years from now? What is it that you want to achieve for yourself? Wow, got you. Yeah. Uh, first of all, within for Badaw, in terms of the cybersecurity, I really want to. Um, I'm working with an undisclosed person <laughs> 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 on a cybersecurity project uh, product, rather. Yeah. Uh, that we can really go uh, sell to corporates. Yes. This is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with this project. I'm not yeah. in a hurry. Yeah. Because I know I'm ahead of my time. Mm. and the appetite for cybersecurity will only grow. Yeah. So I must just take my time in developing the product. Yeah. Research, prototyping. Yeah. But once it boots, once it's ripe, it's going to fly off. I yeah. understand. Um, so this is a, a tech-enabled solution? This is a tech-enabled solution that... For cybersecurity. For cybersecurity, because you have Popeye, you have all these yeah. um, ISO 27001 yeah. security standards. But where are the tools? Where are the tools? So I'm, I want to build a tool. Yeah. You understand? Uh, so, so, so that's, that's that. And another sort of very long-term ambition of mine mm. is to have a data center, bro. Yeah. I want to have my own data centers. Mm. Uh, I'm a very big believer in information sovereignty. Mm. I know I'm saying big words, but information sovereignty basically means... Owning your data. information. Yeah. Well, I understand. So... I believe one of South Africa's biggest problems is the fact that we don't have data centers. Mm. And we do, but not enough. Mm. I mean, to the point where even our government outsources, mm. you know, uh, cloud, cloud, cloud capacity mm. to companies that are foreign-owned. Mm. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So our public, that, our state, our state data outsources its information yeah, no. to yeah. states, yeah. companies that uh, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so for you, the future is looking, is looking, um, well, I, I don't want to use the word bright because yeah. now it's, that's a, yeah. sort of like a cliche, but for lack of a better word, the, the future is looking bright for you. Gotcha. Um, and you want to go into the data space. Gotcha. Um, you want to grow yourself 100%. in terms of the corporate aspect of 100%. what you want to do. 100%. You want to develop tech-enabled solutions? 100%. 100%. And what else? What about your the aspirations podcast. for the podcast? The podcast, what Cybersonic is trying to do, which is a part two of this. <laughs> Cybersonic on, on my DMs podcast is trying to... Look, bro, you know what I'm trying to do? Mm. I'm trying to build... I don't want to say a brand, so I'm not trying to build a brand. Mm. I'm not trying to build a brand. But I'm trying to be a thought leader in South Africa. Thought leader, why? Bro, and it, it will also touch into cybersecurity, right? Outside of, you know, money and all these other things we're trying to get and, and solutions, if I had to break down 
what do I think my role or my purpose on earth is, or my purpose to be on earth, mm. is to be a fighter against, uh, is to be a voice of truth mm. to mitigate mm. uh, the forces of misinformation, chaos, mm. and deception. Mm. You understand? Mm. So, voice of truth meaning providing information that fights away misinformation, chaos, chaos being poverty and hunger. Mm. If you have information, you can use that as tools mm. to go fight poverty and hunger. Mm. To empower yourself. Misinformation mm. creates chaos in a country mm. because people don't know what the facts are. Mm. You understand? And people are not acting on what is, is happening. Yeah. Kibo, I feel like, mm. I, I think. wish, I think. Mm. We, can't, we can't operate like that. So, mm. at, the, at the end, when it's all said and done, my job was to be a voice of truth to mm. fight against misinformation chaos and, 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 and lies, man. Yeah. You know, that's so, so Cybersonic is just one of the various other um, personas. Uh, personas that I use you know, within entertainment, music, and yeah. culture to do that because uh, 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 culture is massive. Culture is massive. Culture's, culture's youth drives society. Cultural aspiration drives... Why do you think America invests so much in Hollywood? Because it's a culture that they have created and they know that through Hollywood they can export, they can ex products and export their culture. Exactly. Yeah. That's why we eat McDonald's because we saw it on TV. On the movies. That's why we buy Jordans because we saw it on Michael Jordan. Yeah. That's why we buy Lakers yeah. because we see, hey man, their culture has been exported. Is yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so that's why we do certain things because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, bro, the biggest influencer for me was hip-hop. Yeah. I went through, I'm a hip-hop guy. Yeah. I want and it influences how I think, how I talk, mm. how I dress, how mm. I do everything. Mm. So that's a prime example of cultural aspiration. Now, how culture is such a powerful tool to define mm. a society. So, yeah. So, quickly, where can people find you if they're looking for you? Okay, cool. Both your personas. Okay, cool. Uh, have I thought of what? No, let me go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like production. Yeah, yeah, because you have got a production. I've got a production crew, so when I, I, I get the... <laughs> Shout out to my production crew on my DMs. Check me out on my DMs podcast. That's the yeah. first podcast. Um, that's where you're looking for entertainment. We interview the host. So my DMs podcast is MYDM. MYD. So DMs is in like I slide into your DMs. Of course. So it's my DMs, DMS. Yeah. And then podcast. So okay. my DMs podcast. On YouTube. On YouTube, Insta, Twitter. We everywhere, bro. You yeah. Can, when you get on Facebook, you'll get the link to the YouTube. The channel's on the YouTube. So yeah. yeah. Also then, on Spotify as well. I've got the audio. Yeah. So the nice thing about Spotify. You get exclusive audio that you don't get on, on, on visual. On YouTube. Yeah, on visual. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. YouTube. And then uh, how, how can people get hold of Bataung? Bataung is on iAfrican.com, www.iAfrican.com. That's where you find my articles, research reports, uh, uh, articles, opinion pieces. Mm. That's where I do all my cybersecurity um, work. work on mm. via... Uh, you can also hit me up on Twitter. Twitter's the best one. On uh, Batau underscore Q. So that's Batau, that's B-A-T-A-U-N-G underscore Q. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And that's it for 
this week's episode of Founders Unfiltered. Um, a very different kind of founder that we brought onto the show today. Um, he's a founder in two worlds. Got you. <laughs> because Got you. he has two personas Got and he's working on others. So when is Cybersonic having his part two? Is Cybersonic going to come through? Uh, he'll come through. Okay, dog. cool. Thank you for joining us you, uh, on this uh, episode. And of course, catch us on YouTube, BizTweak, on YouTube, BizTweak, on Instagram, BizTweak, on Twitter, BizTweak. On Facebook, subscribe, comment, share, like, dislike, whatever before it is you that go, you want to do. Say this is good. Yeah. First of all, I want to attest to something mm. before you go, brother. Arthur, your your growth is amazing, bro. Like your growth is amazing. Thank you. And Thank keep you. it up. Yeah. Keep employing people. Mm. Keep employing yourself. Mm. Keep being anti the system. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> You know, you need some people to say, man, the system, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, you need those people in life, bro. Because they employ us that also say the system. You know what I mean? So uh, keep, 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 keep going, brother. And, and it's, 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 we, we're always watching you. And, and me, me, I watch persons of interest mm. very closely. Mm. And I just keep them on the radar uh, for, because I know your story. I know where you're from. You're like a bookmark that I keep. Okay, when you grow, I'm like, no, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. And and it's 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 love, man. Mm. It's literally the love of Africa. Yeah. Wanting African men, African businesses, mm. African ideas, and African women, and African women to be supreme. Yeah. Got you. Got yeah. You, got you. Thank you guys for joining us. I've said bye too many times. We out. Yes, sir.